This is Cedar Cathedral, a podcast about artistry, craftsmanship, and the creative life in the Great Lakes. I'm Steve Hendershot, along with Claire Hendershot, from The Diving Bell, our band in Chicago. Brewmaster Grant Pauley is an inventor, always with some strange new idea percolating. But before he can bring those ideas to life, he has to overcome his Achilles heel, which is a biggie. See, Grant is really practical and responsible and professional. For an artist, it's a nightmare trio. I'm only mostly kidding, because at the point where someone like Jeff Tweedy drops out of college to focus on music, Grant gets his engineering degree and accepts a job at Google. And where someone like Grant Ackett's, the chef, spends years learning from the greats in Napa Valley, Grant Pauley doesn't even start the Google job. The head engineer at his family's precast concrete company in Manitowoc, Wisconsin, is taken ill, so he moves home to take over. Five years pass, and Grant is productive and effective, and all that concrete is getting mixed and cast right on schedule. But it's not what he's supposed to be doing, and Grant knows it. Finally, after a road trip that includes a stop at the Founders Brewing taproom, Grant's wife steps in. She stages an intervention. Yeah, she knew that I wasn't happy. We were talking about what I might be able to do next for my life, and she said, well, have you ever thought of starting a brewery? And, you know, of course I had. But there was no way I could voice that because it just seemed too selfish of a you know, career path. And once I kind of got the green light from her that it might be okay, that's when I really started to pursue it. This is a bigger deal than you'd think. Grant is the son and grandson and great-grandson of Wisconsin manufacturers. Stepping away from the family business at just the moment you were supposed to take over, which by that point had become the expectation, well, it was a thing. But Grant does it anyway. He starts three sheeps brewing in Sheboygan, and finally everything clicks into place. Suddenly his whole self, the responsible side, the creative side, the adventurous side, are all heading in the same direction. He's building a business and still manufacturing a product, but these are the strange products of Grant's imagination. Beers brewed with ingredients like ghost peppers, walnuts, and squid ink. The exotic flavors are woven into very drinkable beers, and sure enough, it's working. Grant loves making beer, and people love drinking the beer he makes. On this episode of Cedar Cathedral, the story of Three Sheeps Brewing and how Grant is juggling his creative ambitions with his legacy as a fourth-generation Wisconsin manufacturer. This is episode five of Cedar Cathedral. We're having a great time making this show, and we're grateful to all of you for listening, for sharing, and for iTunes reviewing. Now we're taking the show on the road. On Friday, May 13, we're hosting the first Cedar Cathedral meetup in Grand Rapids at 5.30 p.m. at Long Road Distillers. Watch our website, cedarcathedral.com, for details. We're also excited for a special diving bell performance at Workshop in Chicago on Sunday, May 22nd. We're going to be performing South and South, the curious tragedy of the Whiskey Jane Expedition, 1894, our story of an 1800s explorer who searches for Atlantis in the Great Lakes. It's sort of a live radio play combined with a concert, and we're working on some Cedar Cathedral tie-ins for that as well. Tickets go on sale this week. One more thing before we jump back in. A lot of people have asked us about how to subscribe to podcasts and which podcasting apps to use, so we put a little tutorial on our website, cedarcathedral.com slash podcast 101. Now back to the story. When your mode of artistic expression relies heavily on chemistry and engineering, 
then you're a certain sort of artist, for whom the jump from concrete to craft beer isn't as gargantuan as it might seem to the rest of us. You know, when I was homebrewing, I loved making new recipes and creating different flavors, but something that I loved, I would say even more, was trying to make that IPA the same every time. There's just something, you know, getting through all those hops in there and, and the consistency side, you know, hitting our numbers every time, hitting our temperatures. I, I get as geeked about that as I do about coming up with a new recipe and try to make sure that all those flavors are gonna meld together be what we want. So now that he's got a brewery, Grant has just kind of graduated from science nerd to full-on mad scientist. For example, I hate pumpkin beers and people keep asking for them and I haven't wanted to do one. So what we did uh, last October is I bought a bunch of large pumpkins, put two holes in them and just filled them all with wort and they fermented in the pumpkin. We then collected that wort, fermented it all the way through, harvested the yeast and we now have a quasi-pumpkin yeast strain. So we're using that yeast strain, which is just, it was natural yeast and bacteria that came from the pumpkin into a beer that we'll be producing next year. We probably spend almost an hour a day under a microscope, you know, looking at yeast, checking, trying to hopefully never find bacteria, but plating for it just to be safe, and, and working our way through all of our brews because, you know, you're dealing with yeast, which is a living organism, and it never wants to do the same thing twice. But as you're watching it each day, you can be guiding it make sure that it's going to create that flavor profile you want for that particular beer. So yeah, there's some science going on. In fact, Three Sheeps is one of just a handful of breweries in the country that have figured out how to bottle a nitro beer, their rye stout called Cashmere Hammer. Manipulating nitrogen in the bottle is not a home brewer's trick, and it took Grant and his team a year and a half to figure it out. And yet, over that same time frame, Grant has been slowly pulled away from the science and from his own brewing operation, the very things he loves to do. As Three Sheep's production has doubled, and then doubled again, and then doubled again, to the point that this year Grant expects to make more than two million pints worth of beer, he has had to steadily become more responsible. His title says brewmaster, and indeed the recipes and creative direction come from him. But the day-to-day -day execution of the beer falls more to head brewer Matt Hoffman, as Grant does CEO things. He's running a manufacturing company like his father and his grandfather and his great-grandfather before him. There is some irony here, though, or at least a sense of inescapability, because it turns out the family business wasn't always concrete. That was just Grant's dad's thing. Before that, the Pauly family... Wait for it? ...made beer. That's right. Grant's grandfather and great-grandfather owned Kingsbury, a proud old Wisconsin label that was maybe not so much known for flavor, but they did make a lot of it, like 40 times more in a year than Three Sheeps produces now. So the notion of being a brewer didn't seem far-fetched. My father kind of grew up into that culture, and I learned stories growing up, and it always just seemed less, you know, as this kind of unrealistic, unobtainable thing, just because it was in my family's blood. And now Grant is relying on his beer baron genetics to build three sheeps, a dream job with a catch, which is that he's still stuck being responsible and wishing he could spend more time brewing. He has to figure out how often to employ his business acumen, which obviously is effective, versus inventing and reproducing beers, which he's also really good at, and more importantly, is what he loves. When Grant imagines getting to the next level, he's not thinking about a sales goal. He's thinking about getting his old job back. Yeah, it'd be fun to ultimately go to the point where I can afford to hire people to do all the boring management stuff and I can back and just make beer. And that's kind of the gauge I use right now. It's, let me make beer. And maybe that explains why Grant has been so steadfast in maintaining creative control. I don't think I'll ever relinquish the control of um, R&D and design. You know, if any of my guys have an idea, we'll always brew a batch once. And if it's great, we'll keep pursuing it. If it's not, we'll just dump it and move on. But uh, you know, when it, when it comes to it, it's just something that I'm so passionate about. And 
you know, the, the style of brewing that has worked well for us and that I, I enjoy seems to resonate with the consumer as well. So, you know, in my mind, the brewmaster is the one who kind of dictates the direction the brewery goes with flavors and things like that. And the head brewer is the one who gets to execute. And um, Matt's been a great executor of everything that I've wanted to try. What Grant wants to try next might be his strangest idea yet. This year, Grant is gonna tie it all together with the ultimate legacy beer. No, not the Kingsbury recipe, that is not coming back. But Grant is gonna reach back into his own past when he worked for his dad in the concrete business. He's gonna make a beer out of limestone. I will be making my limestone beer. Spending so many years at a quarry and a concrete plant, I'll never get the taste of limestone out of my mouth. We're gonna to try to do a nod to the old school brewing where you use heated rocks to get your boil. We're gonna take these rocks and, and heat them up so when you throw them in, they caramelize on the outside. We're gonna take those limestone rocks and put them in the fermenter. So you used to get all the sugar off the limestone rock. And the flavors that we've tested are just really funky. Three Sheeps turns five this year, and along with that birthday, the brewery is poised to hit a small batch of milestones that validate the choice Grant made to start the brewery. First is a new taproom, opening this month in Sheboygan, that will allow Grant to open his doors to guests for the first time. We have these large, almost 30-foot wide garage doors that we'll be able to take up, and they look over willows and train tracks. Every day at 4.30, trains roll by, and it's it's just a pretty unique um, environment to get to drink beer. The tap room has concrete countertops that Grant and his team poured themselves because, you know, they know how. It's all part of Three Sheep's giant new production facility, a former Coca-Cola plant. The facility as a whole is going to do a lot for the brewery. It adds the capacity to brew a lot more beer, and there's also more room to make different beer. Grant's first order of business is to start making sours, which need extra time to age and thus take up a lot of extra room while they're sitting around souring up. And the new buildings also sort of confirm Three Sheeps is a big Sheboygan business. Kohler, the faucet company that is sort of the corporate patron saint of the area, is donating fixtures for the taproom bathrooms because they figure this will be a main port of entry for visitors. The old guard is acknowledging that Three Sheeps is for real, which shows that Grant is figuring out the balance. He's still that fourth-generation manufacturer, handling all the family and civic responsibilities that come with that legacy. But he's able to do it while doing something he loves and does well, which is making beer. Which means that as Grant puts in work, day after day, swinging that cashmere hammer, he's building something that isn't just profitable, but also fulfilling. Not that the business milestones aren't kind of cool, too. Here's my favorite. If Three Sheeps keeps growing at its current pace, then sometime in the next year or so, it will become bigger than the old concrete company. That will be fun. Yes, that will be quite enjoyable to hit that point. For more on Grant Polly and Three Sheeps, visit cedarcathedral.com and check out our Cedar Cathedral Instagram. For music, we head to Detroit. On each episode of Cedar Cathedral, we feature a song by a great indie band from the Great Lakes. This week, that band is Flint Eastwood with a song called Glitches. Here's a little prediction. Four minutes from now, when the track ends, you're going to rewind to exactly this spot so you can listen again. See you then.
Cedar Cathedral was produced this week by us, Steve and Claire Hendershot, from The Diving Bell. Thanks to Grant Polly and Three Sheeps, and to Jax Anderson and Team Flint Eastwood. We'll be back in a couple weeks with another tale of Great Lakes creativity.